Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be talking about Season 11, Episode 21 of 7th Heaven. The title is Good News for Almost Everyone. The IMDb user synopsis is... After a particularly happy dream, presumably terminal enlarged heart patient Eric wakes up elated and drags Annie along to the hospital, assuring her he expects good news from the doctor. She's so nervous she keeps forgetting about the twins and panicking unnecessarily as they themselves, Kevin and Mac, take excellent care of the darling boys. Ruthie had another go at T-Bone at school, but they are a kissing couple again by the time Kevin finds them to take the pair to the hospital, where the Camden clan gathers. Martin tells Ruthie he now sees her as old enough for him and better compatible than recently married Sandy. Lucy is worried and curious beyond herself, but confirms to Kevin she's expecting again and definitely ready to move and start their new lives in Crossroads. When the recovery rumor gets out, Eric happily joins his congregation to make his medical announcement. And another surprise. Is the other surprise the pizza? (laughs) Give me pizza. Yeah. So, what was your first impression? Uh, I thought actually it was an overall really good episode, but I had to agree with something that Aaron said while we were watching it. It was that the focus was entirely on the Rev, and therefore all of the plot points that began from the last episode were kind of left to the side, and we're probably not going to get any real resolution on them, it seems. Right, because there's only one more episode left, and they'd have to like really cram it all in there if they want to wrap any of that up. Well, I guess the Ruthie, T-Bone, Martin thing is like, got moved along a little bit, but... Um, so, yeah, I mean, I thought it was, like, an alright episode. It kind of felt shorter than all the rest. Maybe it was because it was only focused on one real thing. But, yeah, didn't mind it. Um, so we'll get started with the cold open, which starts with the Rev and Lucy at church. They're alone. They're leaving, but the Rev is feeling, like, really good about something, but it's freaking Lucy out. And so the Rev needs to go to the hospital, Uh, because he thinks he's about to get some good news, and there's a bunch of, like, skipping involved and singing You Are My Sunshine, and then he kind of wakes up from that, and we find out that that's a dream, and he tells Annie, I need to go to the hospital now. And that's the cold open. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. so I guess we'll start... We'll return to that. Yeah, yeah. that's, like, the primary storyline. But in the midst of all of this, like... So Ruthie is at school when the Rev goes to, or like, I don't know, she's she's already gone for the day, so she's not aware of any of this. And at a certain point, when the Cam clan is at the hospital, Kevin decides he's going to go get Ruthie out of school or whatever, because there might be news. Um, and then we are at school, and we see that Ruthie and T-Bone have like a small sort of argument in which, I don't know, T-Bone is like trying to get back with Ruthie. She's like, no. I don't know. I wasn't really paying that much attention to what they were saying. So, basically, Ruthie and T-Bone are not talking to each other, uh, or Ruthie's not talking to T-Bone, and T-Bone's like, just say that you understand where I was coming from, that I was scared, that I couldn't commit to you, and then she was like, well, just say that you didn't take into consideration anything when you gave me a promise ring, like it wasn't a real promise. So, um, they both have, like, things to talk about. And basically, T-Bone's whole thing is like, I want to leave Glen Oak for the summer knowing that when I come back to Glen Oak, I'll come back to you. Um, oh, yes, yes. He does say that he's gonna, he plans to return to Glen Oak after the big road trip. 
and I will say, unless I read the song, this the scene completely wrong, it kind of felt like um, Ruthie wasn't going to like respond positively to anything he was saying. Like she kind of feel, it kind of felt like she was going to stand her ground. But then I think the next time we see them, they're making out. Exactly. So, so they have reconciled, presumably. Yes. That's the impression. But then I don't know because. All right, so Kevin comes and finds them, and for some reason, T-Bone gets to leave school, too, because the Rev is sick, because he's, like, the new child. Um, And when we go to the hospital, Martin is there. Um, There is a small subplot with, like, there's a small scene between Sandy and Martin, but... um, We can just talk about that now. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, we learned that in the last episode, Sandy's like, oh, why am I so stupid? And it seems like she, when she went to go have a conversation with Martin, that she may have mentioned that she's not over him or she does have, like, some feelings for him, even though she is now prepping to marry Jonathan Sanderson. But Martin basically, like, confirms. He's like, no, Sandy and I have decided that it really is just the best thing for us to just be, like, move forward and try to be friends and not try to, like get involved uh, beyond just, like, taking care of our child and being friendly with each other. Um, and throughout this conversation, he realized that his the person that he truly should be with... Is, is Ruthie. Ruthie. <laughs> Which doesn't make any fucking sense. So at the hospital, for some... Like, so I think Ruthie and T-Bone, they come in and we see they're, they're like, holding hands, and Martin is like, oh, I need to talk to Ruthie, and, you know, that happens, and... Um, And Martin is kind of like throws a little bit of shade at T-Bone at a certain point when he's like, you're not even part of this family. (laughs) It's like, neither are you. Basically, so Martin says to Ruthie that he realized that, yeah, he's attracted to Jane, but he finds Ruthie more attractive. But also on top of that, he hasn't been able to talk to anybody in his life like he's been able to talk to Ruthie. And talking to your significant other is important to Martin now. And he used to see her as a little sister, but now she's older and he realizes that she's mature and he's mature and they're all ready. To be together. Yes. So. But... Ruthie never answers him. She kind of walks away from him, so we don't know if Ruthie's going to leave T-Bone for Martin or if she's going to stay with T-Bone or if she's going to be single. Like, who knows? Uh, But there is some shade thrown with Martin going, "Uh, I think you should let the good news be told to the family and, like, we should step back from this. And T-Bone's like, well, pal, it's this year, and this year I'm family. And he kind of, like, goes away. Yeah. Well, And that's really it for, like, the outside I mean, the other thing is, like, Lucy announces that she's pregnant. Yeah. Which we could all... We knew that was coming. And the wedding is back on for Sandy Sanderson. Yes. I think that's... Yeah. And that and the twins get left behind, and that's a whole thing, but we're not going <laughs> to talk about it at all. It doesn't matter. No. Um, so we'll get to what is the actual storyline. So... The Which re- is really brief. Yeah, it's- it is. So the Rev feels something in his, like, body that makes him feel like... I don't have a big heart anymore, or I don't... Or, or my like, body, my body, body grew to accommodate my oversized heart. So he wants to get tested, he wants to go see the doctor to see if there's been a change. Um, and everybody... Like, there is, a br- there is like, a brief back and forth with Lucy and Kevin, and Lucy and Annie, and Lucy and a fucking nurse, about, um, oh no, like, Lucy's panicked, and so everybody wants to accommodate to her, and blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, very... It's, like, very small... Uh, but basically, the Rev is fine. His... It is... He did... He's, it's a miracle. It yeah. was a miracle. Everyone kept saying, it's a miracle. But... So... But... I don't know. So, word is getting out uh, yes. that the Rev is... So, sort of to do with the subplot with the twins. The, the 
I'll just say, the, Margaret and Jane get a hold of the information that the Rev is at the hospital, and he's like, everyone keeps saying, like, he's waiting on good news, which everyone keeps repeating, like, that's going to be the truth. So everyone, like, all the congregation, the Glen Oak Church, um, goes to the church to wait for the good news. Well, they find out about the good news because the nurse is like, I couldn't... Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there's a scene where Sandy goes to the church for some reason. I think that th- th- there were like cars in the parking lot and people were like, what the hell is going on? And Sandy goes and is like, what is everyone doing here? And this nurse is like, I, this nurse is like, oh, I took this like, pr- like, I don't know, legally protected medical information and I couldn't help but tell everyone. <laughs> so everybody's waiting for the rev to be like, to get the good news or whatever. Um, and for some reason, they are just expecting that he will go. To, he will know that they are there, and he will go to the church to give everyone the news. And he does know that they are there, and he goes and, to the yeah. church, and he does this little like mini sermon uh, while they're waiting for pizza to be delivered to the church. Um, that is basically along the lines of his entire everybody in his family has gone away from Glen Oak for like either permanently or for at least a period of time like Ruthie's returned and he's never left Glen Oak and his whole thing is about like his children get to see the world and he hasn't because he's felt this responsibility to Glen Oak and also like tying it into you are my sunshine in that like he was he didn't want like his life to go away because his life is his sunshine it's the best part of his life but he's realized that now that he is better and that he's like essentially recovered and this miracle has happened that he does not want to do this anymore that he wants to see this world that his children has, have been talking about. And this, I think, will lead into what the finale is, which is, I believe, they're going to... They're, like, not <gasps> staying... In, Spoilers! They're not staying in Glen Oak anymore. Oh, my God, that is what it, I think I saw a picture of them in an RV, but oh, I you. could be mistaken. You did. Um, so... It, like, basically his big bombshell is, yes, I am all healthy now, but now I'm with this health, I'm not going to stay here and continue to be your minister. I'm leaving. He's retired. He's, like, announcing his retirement, essentially, Um, uh, which is a thing people do. Um, And that's basically how the episode ends. Lucy tells everybody that she's pregnant, and they have decided to, like, to move to Crossroads now. Like, that's happening. And when they move, they're not going to sell their house in Glen Oak. They're going to let Mac, Jane, and Margaret stay in it, because why not? (laughs) I also think it's really funny how, like, they are actively referred to as the replacements. Like, Annie in this episode calls Jane, Mack, and Margaret my little replacements. Yeah. It's like, way to make it obvious that, like, you <laughs> needed actors to place it, like, to fill in the roles of the people that all left. Yeah. But okay. Uh, and that's really the episode. So it's not our typical season, like, first part of a season finale in that there's, like, a cliffhanger or, like, a real, like, pressing cliffhanger. We ha- we do have some things that need to be resolved, like, what is the Rev- what are Reverend Annie going to be doing? Are- what's happening with Martin, Ruthie, and T-Bone? That's about it. That's, yeah, I was going to say, because <laughs> yeah. I don't care about- Anything else. Anything else, so that's about it. Okay, so- What would you rate this episode? Well, I, I didn't like it. I don't know, there's just- I think it was a waste. Like you're, you're one episode away from the series finale, and this is what you did. But I guess they wanted. Oh, to, I guess they wanted to tee up the retirement. Yeah. Before you say your answer, I wanted to say I forgot to mention this. Uh, the guardian angel from, <laughs> from from the Christmas episode. Like yeah, yeah, the Christmas episode uh, returns. Uh, she makes a very brief appearance where Lucy is talking to the ceiling, being like, "He better be okay." And we see her like turn around and kind of smile at the camera. And she has teeth. Yes. Um. So she she's there. So we think that this is like 
the ultimate continuation of that episode and that like he asked for a little more time and now he's getting a lot more time so their paperwork has gone through um anyway yes what would you but there are also just theories that the rev was dead the whole Whole time uh hmm i am going to give this one i guess last one like a 2.5 i'm gonna give this like a two i wish i I would like i kind of want to bump up the last one but yeah let's give this a two um, so I think I gave the last one a four. I don't think it was of par to the last one, but I think, because I think the last ten minutes had lost me, I, but I think I'd give it a three. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, anytime there's a scene that someone's at the pulpit for too long, yeah. they lose me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the, old, like, the last episode is the next one, and that's... A thing you should listen to. I mean, if you got this far. Yes. If, you're, if you're listening right now, just go ahead and... Wait for make, our next upload. Yeah, so that will be on Saturday, uh, March, was it, the 29th, 30th? 30th. Uh, one of those. Um, and you can listen to that on soundcloud.com slash Cameroncast, the Apple iTunes podcast app on Stitcher. Um, you can follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, our handles at Show. And we are Facebook.com slash Camdencast. I'm Aaron. I'm Tanvi, and this is Camdencast. Feeling in the love of